We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Monday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford at Studio here with you today. All MPW Digital Podcast presented by Twisted T. More on that a little bit. It is the bye week for the Ole Miss Rebels. Five and one at the halfway point. Auburn coming up in a dozen days. So we'll look at lines for a week where Ole Miss doesn't play. There's some interesting games, a few dog games as well. Look back at the 27 20 win over the Arkansas Razorbacks for Ole Miss and more here on uh, this uh, this happy Monday fall break locally in the, uh, the school district. And again, Ole Miss on break as well. So all that coming up today, the Oxford Exxon, Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford, Beer Cave. Been telling you about that this week. You're going to have a uh, free Saturday as far as Ole Miss not playing. So settle in, watch some football, get some alcoholic beverages to do so. The Beer Cave there at the Blue Sky in Oxford is there to help you out this week. They also have their uh, lunch specials, 569, couple sides, bread, any sides, fountain drink. Might as well get the biggest one because it's the same price. So why not get more for your dollar there? With the Oxford Exxon, again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900s. That number, call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Um, at some point this week, guests will join probably a pretty light week of podcasts. So I don't know how many guests will join, but when they do, they'll join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to, um, Pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins, always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. I accidentally hit a setting a second ago. You guys would have been very annoyed with me. I was turning on the monetization for the the podcast and accidentally clicked, let YouTube decide where the ad goes as we're talking in the next hour. That would not have been the uh, correct 
correct move there. Um, oh, they would but, not have liked that. Yes, it's Columbus Day. Always kind of forget about that celebration for going the wrong direction. Um, yep. Here locally, yeah, all um, banks are closed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I kind of forgot about. Oh, that's not forgot about that. Yeah, not ideal. Okay. Anyway, was not aware of that. Yep. Today's uh, fall break. No school. No banks. Nothing. I mean, just feels like a. I don't remember getting fall break. We only got the we we got like a half day Wednesday and then got the Thursday Friday at Thanksgiving and we got nothing else. We had no fall oh. break in October at all. We would get the whole week of Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't think we and I know we didn't. For some reason, I think we only had a half day Wednesday, but maybe we had the full day on Wednesday. I'm not sure. Not aware of that. I always get irritated with this when the winter weather days come. Uh huh. Okay. This is to me the nonsensical, illogical part of this decision. I don't, okay. Whatever. Like, I'm not losing any sleep over this. It's a bye week. Go ahead. But okay. come late January, early February, when we are going to get ice. We are. And they do that deal. Well, we'll wait until seven in the morning to make a decision. Okay, this well, drives you insane. It drives me I, nuts. I this does drive you insane. <laughs> There's a decent chance of bad weather. Why don't we bank a few of these days? Like, this is an ideal week to have school. It's gorgeous outside. It's going to be 80 degrees, sunshine. There's no chance of snow or ice. Why not just go, hey, you know what? There's an 80% chance of ice tomorrow. Go so ahead why, and call it. So why don't we tell you at noon Tuesday that, hey, we're not going to have school on Wednesday. So you can go ahead and start making the appropriate plans for your young people or whatever because we can't risk the buses being out. Let's not wait till 7 a.m. and go, all right, we're going to close. Or nope, we're gonna we're gonna try to do a and this is the one I love. We're gonna do a half day. We're gonna we're gonna get everybody in here so we can call it a day, and we're gonna roll everybody out starting at twelve thirty today. We're gonna turn this into an absolute cluster f while the ice starts to come down. That's the dumbest thing. While I agree with you, and I don't know why I'm like this, I get irrationally angry at the canceling at five o'clock the day before, and then it's eighty and sunny the next day. I, I get it. I, it drives me I get insane. It. I 100% get it. But at least in that scenario, you can allow people to plan. You can go, hey, look, it looks like it's going to be really bad. But they don't do that because they leave themselves no margin for error. I can hear the emails getting ready to get sent to me. They 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 leave themselves no margin for error because they eat up five days in the middle of October. When they have vacation coming, look, it's going to be Thanksgiving before you know it. The first six weeks went flying by. The next six are going to fly by. It'll be Thanksgiving or Christmas before you know it, and everybody's taking off anyway. Yeah, we would we would get the Friday and the Monday of Easter in the spring, and then we got out on Friday for the Railroad Festival. That was another thing that we got. Um, I mean, Ole Miss is not off this week, are they? Uh, no. So no. it's not like – I mean, I know there's a lot of people in town that have headed for the beach, and there's some people in town that are doing college visits. I know of that, yeah, yeah, for yeah. example. There are people that are getting out and doing That's things. That's the biggest week. change that is the biggest issue with the new schedule from the Oxford School District is it doesn't line up with Ole Miss very well. And you have so many employees that right. are parents in the district. That's a little bit of a... <laughs> That's actually funny. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean... It, it's we we get that and then in the in the spring we'll get the we're gonna we're gonna let school out at one thirty because it's gonna rain 
We're going to get a bit of that going on. Oh, really? Too. Oh, the storms. Yeah, if it looks like it's going to be like some sort of really bad oh, storm. Oh, well, tornadic or whatever. Yeah, but it's, it's again, I am I understand it's more complicated than my feelings. I'm not criticizing. But, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's like, hey, there's a little green in the specs. Let's go ahead and knock it on out. So. It was pretty chilly here right now. Um, it was. It felt pretty fally outside. It's forty nine degrees right now. Is it really? According to the TV right there. Yeah, I. I had the MPW digital thing up, but it just rolls off, and you can't. get I it don't out. really get it, but whatever. It is what it is. I, it's beyond my repair. The beach is warmer this time of year than it is spring break because the water has stayed warm from whatever. It's spring break. It's freaking cold. Um, I love it in October. Yeah, at the beach. No, you can have the beach in March and April. I, I don't get You're it. Good. I yeah. don't get it. People that go rushing down to the beach, it's like it's going to be 60-something degrees. The wind's going to be blowing, and you're going to freeze, and the water's way too cold to even think about getting in. Right now, the water's still cool, uh, comfortable. It's true. You'd be fine. What's the warm part of the day? It would be 87, 88 degrees down on the beach at noon today. Yeah, I think, I think tomorrow's like 82, 83, it's something perfect. like that. Yeah. It's awesome. It's going to rain a good bit all week, though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the forecast is not ideal. So, got up to 77 yesterday, Ginger says. So, yeah, somewhere in there. High 70s, low 80s, that, that, that deal. The beach is always the great vacation gamble. Because the weather. Yeah, because if you get down there the week. You probably don't hate, though, sitting on the balcony and watching it rain with a book and just kind of chilling. Or do you need good weather at the beach? I mean, I prefer good weather. Well, I, I mean, duh, but, but I'm perfect. You're an fine. isolationist enough, though, yeah. where if you have quiet and some oh, I'm solitude, I'm even fine. if it's raining, I'm fine. It's going to be all right. The other people in my family are not that spot. Okay. If it's just me, I'm good. Whatever. <laughs> do what you want to do. Whatever. I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one that tells the kids or whatever, hey, look, don't worry about me. If y'all have plans, do it. Go for it. I'm good. Don't factor me in. I'll let you know. Trust me. Yeah. I'll be fine. Hint, hint. You going to watch any football Saturday? What are you going to do on the off day? Uh, Carson's got soccer. Um, All day? I don't know. The Here? Sc- I don't, he's in Memphis. I don't, okay. know, I don't know the schedule yet, so probably won't see a lot of football. You're not going to have your iPad, your phone, no. and have all the games up in front of you to check no. them out while you're up there? No, I will, I will, I will take a much-needed kind of mental break from most of it. I'll watch Auburn that night if the schedule allows me to because we'll be talking about them the next week. But other than that, I won't. No. What time is that game? I mean, we'll look at lines in a minute. But uh, Six on six o'clock. ESPN. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Okay. Uh, just planning-wise on the front of the show in case somebody's tuning out, tuning in, tuning out by the end of it. Um, the only normal days are going to be today and thir- well Thursday morning. Um, we will talk to Jeffrey on Thursday morning. There could be po- actually there will be podcasts because I've already taped the Real True Rebels. There's several things coming on the network, but we will not have this live stream tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, as far as a podcast situation, just heads up on that. Nothing tomorrow or Wednesday from a stream standpoint. And no Thursday night show this week either. Correct. So that is the uh, abbreviated schedule. Also, Lane Kiffin spoke last night. He is not going to be at the press conference today because of recruiting purposes. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, no Lane today because he is out recruiting. Um, It was only last night. And because of no game this week, there was, frankly, no news to it. Um, He was very happy with the defense. They held Arkansas to uh, very few rushing yards. Trey Harris, he believes, will be able to play against Auburn. He knows Jackson Dart will be able to play against Auburn. 
And he was asked, how do you get all three phases working at the same time? And he told Michael Katz that he would pay him a lot of money if he had that answer yes. for him. And that was the extent of the He was asked that question on night. Saturday night as well. Okay. A young lady up top, the TV person, asked that question. And he said the same thing to her, that if you can figure that okay. out for me, you can make a lot of money. Okay. So that was that was the extent of yesterday. The only thing with any real news was that he did seem to indicate Trey Harris would be okay, at least at then. He said the bye week came at a good time. He did not think he could play if it was this week, but thought in two weeks he would be okay. Which tells you it was more than a crotch shot. Yes. Which is what I thought, too. At first, someone said, hey, I think he just took a helmet to the area of the body that you never want to take a helmet. And I was like, I don't think that's what that is. And sure, I think I was right. I think it was muscular in nature. Yeah, it felt... it been. My guess was hamstring or groin at the time from a pole standpoint. Right. Yes, not just a uh, not just a shot standpoint. And then I don't know. Again, he, on Dart, the entire quote was, "He'll be fine." Yeah. So. Okay. I think he just took a shot to the knee. From actually, I don't even think it was knee. I think it was upper thigh. I mean thigh, lower thigh, right around the knee. And I think that's where all the swelling and stuff was. I think he just got stiff on him. He was trying to keep it loose on the game, on the bike a on lot. the bike a lot. Mm-hmm. But once the swelling and stuff starts to happen, there's just not a hell of a lot you can do to get loose. And then I'm going to guess. No one's told me this. I would guess that they took a needle and inserted it somewhere into his body at halftime, and it was injected with things to make the pain go away. <laughs> and then yeah. my guess is that that had begun to wear off when he met with the media. Something that might be enough to kill a small horse, but they'll get him through the second half of the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... And I doubt if he does a lot this week. There's no real reason for him to. This would this would be a week that whatever reps you have, you get those to Walker Howard. Um, I, I have not talked to Mintz about the legitimacy of that, but, I mean, if – Portnoy and Brick Watch is legitimately doing an ideal with Ole Miss. It's nothing but a good thing for Ole Miss. There's no negative to that whatsoever. Um, no, I mean it is a hellacious amount of publicity for that demographic. Young people love Barstool. Yeah, period. Love Portnoy individually. Yes. I like Portnoy. And we say, frankly, Portnoy transcends into the older demographic too, whereas Barstool doesn't necessarily as a company. I don't. I mean, when I say this, it's not that I dislike. This is a common misnomer. If, if you say you don't love something, that doesn't mean that you hate it, right? If I say I don't really care for Barstool, it doesn't mean that I dislike it. It just means it doesn't really yeah, – yeah, yeah. I only have so many hours in my day to consume whatever I want to consume, but I like Portnoy. Mm-hmm. I'll watch his pizza reviews, and I'll watch <laughs> his emergency press conferences because I just think he's funny. I laughed at his Patriot once one yesterday because he was saying that – I mean, he's right. He the, the Saints, which are not a good football team, were just beating the absolute hell out of the Patriots yesterday. Yes. And uh, he said he was actually very excited because you don't want to be a middle-of-the-road team. You want to be the worst team in the league. So mm-hmm. if, we're gonna, if we're not going to be the best, which is where they've been for two decades, be at the very bottom. And yes. That's true. 100%. Purgatory is 500 Trust well, me, I've lived there for a long time. Well, especially if you think your team doesn't have its quarterback. If you think your team doesn't have its quarterback, you need to be it. You need to suck. You don't want to just kind of suck. You want to really suck. You want to be awful. And it looks like they do not have their quarterback. No. Mac Jones has been bad. Doesn't have a lot of help, but he's been bad. Most people would say Bill Belichick is one of the five best coaches in NFL history. Sure. And when you gave him a quarterback, lo and behold, he was. 
when he doesn't have but a quarterback. When he doesn't have a quarterback, it turns out that you can't overcome that. Do you think he's wildly overrated? No. Okay. I just think it's a quarterback league. Okay. There are teams that have really good quarterbacks that don't win championships. Yeah, sure. No, I don't minimize what Belichick did. I don't okay. go, oh, he only did it because of Tom Brady. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. He, he built he built the rest of a roster around Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He managed he managed for a long time the rest of the salary cap and all of those things that happened when Tom Brady was making a ton of money. He got the most out of some veteran guys that other teams had given up on. No, I don't minimize Belichick at all. But the point is, is that if included in the recipe is not very good quarterback, you're not going to make a good dish. You can have everything else. But it's kind of like, hey, make a really good beef Wellington, but you can't use beef. Good luck. You might make the f- a fantastic pastry. Yeah, show, yeah. And the, the sauce might be just divine. But if bologna's in that thing, then it's, it's going to might be it's edible. breaded bologna. It might be edible, and it might make the bologna better than the bologna would otherwise be, but it's not going to be beef wellington. If you don't have a quarterback in this league or in college football, it just it just doesn't work. I guess it might have been on a heavy app at some point where I've been somewhere, but I'm not sure I've ever had beef wellington. I've had it a couple of times. Have you? It's fine. Yeah, I don't know that. I know I've never ordered it. Yeah, and like I said, maybe it was it's cut cool up and looking. I had it on something, yeah, but I don't recall it. It's cool looking. You can tell there's a lot of skill that's required. Oh yeah, to sure. Make it, you know, it's yeah. You watch the videos online where they make it. And you go, oh yeah, that takes a minute. That's that's impressive. So anyway, I don't know. Sort of rambling through, but yeah, I, it's. I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing some buzz here. <clears throat> By the way, Adam, hello, Mizzou fan. Um, you almost really got me on Saturday. Almost, I was right there. Uh, team's good. I actually think your team's going to beat Kentucky on Saturday. Where's that game? Uh, I don't know. I think it's probably in Lexington, but I have no clue because I mean they were in Athens and yeah, it's at Kentucky. Missouri was six thirty Saturday night. Tomo. I actually think they're going to win. And look, oh. I said this on Saturday, and I get the argument that no, there are four conferences that just get their champions in, but I still think I'm right, and it's. This is only an argument right now because it's relevant right now. I'm not predicting it in any way, but I do think if Ole Miss goes 11 and one, they make the playoff. I just do. I think they get in. Yeah. I, yeah. I everybody here saying they wouldn't because Big 12 champ, Big 10 champ, SEC champ, Pac 12 champ, but there's no guarantee to that. Well, the odds are if if you did that, obviously that would mean you went, went to Athens and won. Odds are you're the only team that beat Georgia. They would play Alabama for the SEC title. The winner of the winner of that Al- game would get in. Would get in at twelve and one. So that would be one spot. The Big Ten champion's going to get a spot. That's two spots. So the Pac-12 is where this gets interesting. Are they going to beat each other up? Will a one-loss Pac-12 champ get in? I think so. I do, too. That's three spots. So then you get to the Big 12. This is where this gets interesting. Oklahoma just beat Texas. Mm -hmm. So obviously, if Oklahoma beat Texas again, they're in. And then if Texas came back and doesn't lose again and beats Oklahoma, they're in. They're in because they're in. They're they're in because they beat Alabama. Yeah. So Ole Miss at that point eleven and one would Correct. not get in. Correct. That's the scenario. Now you start, there's a lot of games to play. Yeah. However, if you start adding some losses, 
does a two loss Pac twelve champ get in over a, a no. one loss at Ole Miss? No, no. Um, I don't even know what this. What's the scenario in the ACC? Is there anybody that's a contender at this point? Yeah, I mean, if Florida State goes undefeated, they're in. They're in. Does one loss Florida State get in as the ACC champ? That's the interesting one. Take Ole Miss out of it for the sake of getting Ole Miss yeah, out of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody can get in that we're just describing. No, there is a scenario. Now, again, we have half the season left. There's going to be upsets yes. and people are going to lose games. Yeah, a one-loss Big 12 champ gets in if it's Oklahoma or Texas. There's no doubt. I mean, that's not even an, arg- an argument. Agreed. Yeah, the season has to get weird. I guess my point is it doesn't have to get that weird because you have the win over Georgia. Yeah. You would have you would have a very, very strong resume. You'd be 11-1, and one, the one loss in Tuscaloosa. You would have beaten... Try to, okay, let's let's talk about quality wins because people are going to get into that conversation. Who would your quality wins be? You would have beaten LSU at home. You would obviously have beaten Georgia on the road. That's, that would, you're you're staked on that, and then you didn't do anything dumb like most teams do something dumb. Yeah. That's it. I'm just trying to think what other resume items would you, you have. There's not much. That's, that's really the it. problem. That's really it. Well, and you need A&M to win games. You need A&M to be 9-3, which is not perfect, but it's it's good. Yeah, you, you need A&M to... For Run example, it outside you. For example, if you're cheering for this scenario. <laughs> and I, like I said, I get this scenario is far-fetched. I mean, but, we're just talking. But, but you need A&M to win at Knoxville Saturday. Oh, 100%. You don't need A&M at five losses where people go, okay, you beat Texas A&M at home. Who didn't? Yeah. No, they have to be nine and three where they lost to you, Miami, and Bama. Bama. And that's it. Then they have to beat LSU, which takes the LSU. <laughs> right. It's just... <laughs> Ole Miss uh, up to number 13 in the uh, AP Top 25 this week. They have two votes at number 11 for their high spot, and they have two votes at 19 for their low spot. Most but, people have them at 13 and 14, and then a lot have them at, uh, if you have them at 12 as well. This but, is where people like me, though, who have been championing a 12 to 16 team playoff for years, get frustrated. Because it would just be awesome. This would be a lot of fun right now. We would be in the midst of, like, you look at, and look, the diehard fans are going to watch these games anyway because the diehard people just watch college football because it's on. Apparently, the city of Birmingham and then yes, people everywhere else. But if you are just a casual fan, you know, you cheer for Ole Miss or whoever, and but that's you're not glued to every game. You're not up at 8 in the morning to be welcomed into the day by Reese Davis, right? You'd be watching Oregon, Washington with interest. You'd be watching Oregon State, UCLA with interest. You'd watch USC, Notre Dame with interest. USC's going to lose games, by the way. They are. Um, You'd watch Miami and North Carolina with interest. You'd watch a lot of games with interest because these these games would be involving um, teams that are competing for playoff spots. And in this this world of college football today, where I don't know that there's just one dominant team, maybe Georgia, maybe Ohio State, maybe Michigan, I don't know, we'll see. The teams that are like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, they would have shots to win a game in a playoff. For oh, sure. sure. Yeah, so 
Anyway, we'll talk a lot of the games of the weekend. We'll do that when uh, we hit lines in a second. But first, you're ready to elevate your college football game day experience. Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made of real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching in a bar, Hosting friends at home, it's there to elevate your game day experience. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're brought to you by uh, Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or 662-567-2573. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. Davey has partnered with the Grove Collective. He'll be donating 20% of all commissions, 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. Davey can service customers in all 50 states. He's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. So contact Davey at 214-715-7247 or via email at dferris at hillcoinsurance.com. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping people just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. As we were talking about earlier, it's cooling off outside. You want to get that heating system checked before you just crank it on and realize that you have problems. So get in touch with our friends at Comer or Southern. Uh, different names, but the same great people, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Memphis, Hernando, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. They've got multiple locations around Nashville and Memphis, Indiana, and more coming soon that will offer local pickups. So don't miss out. Podcast is brought to you by Prom Shrimp. PromShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything the New Orleans-style barbecue and the signature, it's a great all-purpose one. Two, their full meals in a bag, the garlic herb butter, the French Quarter Alfredo. It's great for lunch, dinner, some protein if you need to need it during the day, snacking to take care of all those busy nights when kids have activities and whatnot. Prime Shrimp is 10 minutes, freezer to plate there with restaurant-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. They also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp like what's at that grocery store. So code RGPrimeShrimp.com, buy five pouches or more, We'll give you a discount. That's five patches or more with code RG at primeshrimp.com. So let's see. Let's get into the lines for the day. Yeah, the Pac-12's got Oregon and Washington. That's the uh, the big one 
Let's see. Uh, yeah, you're uh, you're fighting losing. I think Bulldogs are playing on Thursday, on Tuesday. So if you need some midweek Jeez. action right now, you can get that. They are at Middle Tennessee. I mean, getting three points. I I get that we want the whole forty eight days of football. I get it. It's cool. I understand. I understand it's part of the. It's mar- like Christmas, but times four. It's a marketing gimmick, and I get it. But who's benefiting from a Tuesday night game in Murfreesboro? Who, who, who precisely, other than the TV people and the seven people who will watch that around the country, who, who benefits from having that game? Because it's not on the Tuesday players night? or the coaches or the. It's, it's not the players. And I'm assuming there's no extra monetary arrangement. I would assume not. Because you're kidding yourself. You go, hey, it really ups our profile to play on Tuesday. No, it doesn't. So if you're the parent of a Louisiana Tech player. Yeah. They're playing in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So you've got to fly into Nashville on Tuesday, rent a car, drive to Murfreesboro, drive back to Nashville, and fly back to wherever you're from. Yeah. So you're going to miss two days of work so that you're, you're, you can see your son play on Tuesday night in Murfreesboro. Who does that benefit? I'm not trying to be old man yelling at the clouds, but like I get it. It's a TV. Hey, look, we have, t- we have football every night for the next 40 whatever nights. Cool, but. Precisely who who wins there, other than ESPN? Because that is the answer, is ESPN. It's kind of bugs me a little. It's just kind of stupid. Does it? Yeah, I, mean, I get gamblers and degenerates and blah, blah, blah. I, I understand. <laughs> but what about the players? What about their families? What about the administrators and all the people that have to get all the, the logistics of this? I would assume Tech had to load their truck Today, and drive it to Murfreesboro. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Another game on Tuesday, and one where both teams have played really well. Liberty has been good this season. They are four and a half point favorites at Jacksonville State. Rich Rod's done a nice job there in uh, in Jacksonville State. Really nice. I mean, we we have made him the butt of jokes at times, but he's done a hell of a job down there. Really good. One loss. It's to Coastal. Yeah, that's it. It was close. Yeah. He beat up on Middle Tennessee Saturday was where I was going with that. Is yeah, it was on Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but yeah. yes. So Middle played Thursday, and now they turn around and play Tuesday. Correct. Yeah, that's how you build a fan base. Um, yeah. Oh, he's he's done really well to the point that Neil Brown's like, whew, thank goodness we kind of turned this thing around because that's where that thing was headed, wasn't it? I yeah. think so. And then uh, Coastal also is playing on Tuesday. They are on the road at Appalachian State on Tuesday night. So the Chanticleers and the Mountaineers. I mean, if you're going to pick a game, that's the game you watch. It's got a chance. I'm to sneaky be. interested in Liberty Jacksonville State. Yeah, for whatever. I mean, just sure. Is that game in Jacksonville? It is. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Wednesday night, UTEP Florida International. Mike McIntyre's uh, Panthers are six and a half. Sorry, it went way down. It was six and a half. Now it's one. Why did that line move that much? You're not up on Come your on. UTEP minors to know what I mean. happened. It opened at six and a half, and now it's at one. Yeah, I don't, maybe somebody's out. I don't know. Okay, beats me. Well, yeah, somebody's out. It went Clearly. five points. That's that's somebody the somebody important who I couldn't name if you put a gun to my head and gave me a thousand guesses. Neil Brown and Dana Holgerson are playing Thursday at six o'clock. West Virginia Houston on oh, Thursday okay. evening. SMU East Carolina. That's exciting. Gross. The Mustangs and the Pirates coming to you from Greenville, North Carolina, on Thursday evening. That's disgusting. SMU's an 11-point favorite okay. over East Carolina. Future ACC power, SMU. 
Tulane in Memphis Friday night, six o'clock. That's at the a Liberty Bowl. It's not a terrible game. It's fine. Tulane three and a half point favorite. Yeah, Memphis has been okay. Fresno State, Utah State. I called this one didn't, Friday night. I didn't call it enough to put actual money on it or make it one of my picks, but so you alluded to it basically. Fresno. Well, I just said this was one to watch. Fresno State at Wyoming had Wyoming winning written all over it, and sure enough, they did. Wyoming is kind of hell at home oh, on those primetime games. For like, whatever hey. reason, they they are they're Jekyll and Hyde. They get away from Laramie and they're just like whatever. But at home, they're good. I was looking at I guess it was the Action Network. Brett McMurphy put Wyoming in their top twenty, his top twenty five. But because they're so bad on the road, their overall gambling ranking is like seventy fifth nationally. Oh, because they just like it's complete one eighty on. Yeah. like they're awful on yeah. the road, and it it creates a mess. No, they're comp- two different teams. Yeah. And then Stanford and Colorado. Dion will get his fifth win on Friday night. I, I'm fine with it. I, I don't understand the taunting the Arizona State crowd. Arizona State is one in five. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think Colorado is trying to really steer into that us against the world thing. Kind of. And it's kind of. But I mean, it's almost coming to fruition where everybody cheers against them. Well, and it's creating this hot topic where I don't have an issue. Like he's done a hell of a job. Yeah. But quit like nobody like, and nobody has said that he hasn't. Yeah, I know that's, that's the part is, I mean, this is, it's, it's, it's a different variety of when Kirby last year in the national championship game, with the Georgia guy goes, nobody believed in us. It's like, Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 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 Literally everyone picks you, <laughs> and they'll do it again next year. I mean, we and look if Georgia plays like they played Saturday, yeah, ain't nobody beating them. They woke up a little bit, didn't they? A lot bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're toning a one in five team. Just what are you doing? He's done a really good job. He's done though. a hell of a job. I mean, it really has. They're and shows you what can be done in today's football. Because without these rules, it would have been impossible in, in year one. Like, it would it would have been impossible. That's my only – it's not even pushback. It's just that clarification. It's because, well, this is the best turnaround in history. Well, okay, but we've only been in this situation for two years. Right. If you just had to build off your 25-man signing class. Yeah, it would have taken – They're not within seven of SC. I mean, that's not – Of course not. not. But now, again, gets all the credit. The rules are the rules. It's a lot like Tim Corbin at Vanderbilt with baseball. I mean, oh, absolutely. You, you did what you did. There's no issue there. Well, it's why there was there was a conversation. I mean, it was about – I can't remember who it was about. So, I think it was about Mississippi State. It was about coaches on hot seats, okay? And so the question was, do you – is that a place where you – oh, is, is, is that a place where you can win? And I'm like, well, here's the thing today. I don't know that history matters anymore in terms of trends and such from for programs from year to year. It depends on who you hire. If you hire someone who comes in and knows how to work the portal and you hire someone who comes in and raises the funds necessary to work the portal, well, you could turn it around anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have those things, even if history says, well, this program wins, not anymore. Yeah. Right? I mean, I just, I don't, I think you can take historical trends 
and toss them out the window. I mean, actually, I think you almost have completely to, new era. I, I think there's like a BC AD sort of thing here. Like, I think when was the first year of the portal? 2021. Yeah. I mean, I literally think you can take 2020 and go that year doesn't count. Toss it unless unless your team did something and you want to claim it, at which point, cool, great. But for the most part, let that be the line of demarcation. This is the modern era. 2021 on is the modern era. You can't like you can't really look at Ole Miss, for example, and compare what Lane Kiffin did to what Hugh Freeze did or Houston Nutt did or Billy Brewer or, or even Matt Luke just, because it's a completely different world now. What would Lane have done with scholarship limitations? Yeah, sure. We'll never know. He didn't have to do that. There's no way to. There's no way to answer that. You could. It's fun. It's fun debate. What would Hugh Freeze have done had he stayed at Ole Miss and the transfer portal kicked in? I don't know. Yeah, we can kind of watch what he'll do at Auburn and get some clue maybe. But the truth is, you just don't know. And so, if you're at a program that's electing to make a change, what the 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 the, the yeah, things, history is not the you don't go through history. You look at. Hey, who, who's been someplace where they know how to use the portal, where they know how to turn it around? Do we have the NIL funding to make that happen? And you go from there. State doesn't have a game this weekend, so we don't have a line for them. A couple different chatters thing going on there in the stream. Uh, yeah, Pittman and Arnett are by far the two SEC coaches on the hot seat the most. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. Pittman because of what you're seeing, and then Arnett because it just doesn't look right. And it just doesn't fit. Is Pittman losing because you can't win at Arkansas, or is Pittman losing because he's not embracing NIL in the portal the way that you have to in the modern era? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't cover them. That, it, but if I'm if I'm Hunter Urichek, and I'm paid to make that decision, that is the question I'm asking myself. It's not. Well, let's go back over history and see who won here. Houston Nutt had a, 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 some wins here. Bobby Petrino. No, those days are over. You can't draw from those days. So you have to ask yourself, is the NIL in place? Because what's interesting about Arkansas, and it's two different sports, and some people won't like this and other people will get it, in many ways, Eric Musselman and Lane Kiffin are the same. They don't view it program as much as they view it team. Mm-hmm. Eric Musselman goes out using NIL and the portal and puts a team together. and puts a team together year after year, year over year. His team major overhaul. Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss is viewing it as more of an NFL model. He'll tell you that team building as opposed to program building. And he goes out and, and this this year's team, which is like you said, five and one, ranked thirteenth in the country, so it appears to be working. This team is more than half new off of last year. Well, you didn't have that in the old era. In the old era, if you told someone, hey, you're going to lose 46 guys off this team, they'd say, oh, shit. Yeah, we're done. And we're done because we can only add 25. Do the math. Well, now it's not that way anymore. You lose 46, you can go add 46. Mm-hmm. You can do Dion and add 50-some-odd guys to a team in one year. I mean, can you imagine Colorado if you told Dion, hey, so here's the deal. You have 25 initials. Yeah. Well, okay, this is not doable. No. We're going to get smoked. We're going 1-11. and 11. But instead, because he can add 60 guys, you can throw it together and you can turn it around quickly. So when people go, well, you can't win at X. Yeah, that's like, not true. I'm like, I don't really think that's true. I get maybe it's harder to win at X, but 
if you're recruiting portal, we all know what the portal's about. I, we know guys who've signed out of the portal who've told us this. The portal is about opportunity and money. It's not about tradition and all that stuff. It's not even really about winning. It's mostly about opportunity and money. And so, yeah, you could if you can put the money together at Mississippi State, and that's the if that I can't answer. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the internal dynamics. But if you put the money together at Mississippi State, where you could go out and and be a a, a very competitive in the portal, sure, you could turn it around quite quickly. If you don't have those things, I don't think you can. And the same applies for like a Florida, a Tennessee, these yeah. tradition laden programs. If you just rest on the laurels of your tradition, good luck. I mean, good luck. I think it's going to be humbling fast. Yeah. Ask Nebraska how that's going. You have to be, you have to be heavily in, like Illinois. It's a good example. Bielema is stubbornly pushing back against NIL, and it, his team sucks. Yeah, you can't get guys out of the portal like that. Florida State will continue moving uh, forward on Saturday. They're going to beat Syracuse. They're 17.5-point favorites over the Orange in Tallahassee. Iowa State getting four in a Big 12 game against Cincinnati on Saturday. Still getting used to that a little bit. 11 o'clock there for that one. And then Arkansas and Alabama, Sam Pittman will lose his fifth straight game um, on Saturday. They're in Tuscaloosa, and they are underdogs by 19.5 points. If I'm him and I'm trying to save my gig – I'm keeping all of whatever powder I've got left for state. The I'm next keeping week. it dry for Mississippi State next Saturday. Yeah, because I got to. If if I'm gonna, my have gun's it, not knocking down the elephant. So we let's let's move forward. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Bama's going to coast to a win of whatever number. And yeah, give Bama some credit, man. We all keep trying to bury them. Just keep. We just keep throwing dirt. Along. We just keep throwing dirt in there, and they just keep like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. We're very much alive. Just hanging out. They just—they're really good. Yeah, they're starting to—they're they're starting to get their identity. That's the thing. He's—he's he's the best. He is. I mean, you're watching. Yeah. You are watching greatness. He's—he's he's the best. Georgia and Vanderbilt. Oh, good God! On Saturday, Georgia's going to sleep through this thing. So. Maybe you want to take the points, but taking points with Vanderbilt is a very difficult thing to do. It's 31 and a half in Nashville on 30, Saturday. 32 and a half this morning. Okay. I'm laying them. Screw it. Florida just beat the hell out of Vanderbilt on Saturday. I mean. They're awful. The only way they don't cover this line is if Kirby decides he just doesn't care. And he might just take the week off and go. It's just not really him, though. No. Because you still have to score. I mean, Vanderbilt, defense travels. You still have to score. Can Georgia score 40 points? I think the answer is yes. Beck looked really comfortable on Saturday. He did. He looked comfortable. Well, let's understand something. Okay, we do this. Let's be, let's be clear here. Yeah. If Carson Beck were to get into the transfer portal, the end of the season, within one hour, he would have 40 offers. Within one hour. 40. It's not that it's just sometimes it takes a minute. And the thing is, they're, you know, they had the Robinson kid from 
Mississippi get hurt. Their run game was kind of weird early. They didn't have their normal kind of punishing run game. It's gotten better. Beck's gotten better. They're still good defensively. Well, they're starting to get a little healthier, too. Yeah. They've had... So I, yeah, I'm not quite ready to bury Georgia yet. That Georgia was... football schedule, I was asked who they have coming up. So they've got uh, – we mentioned Vanderbilt this weekend. They, they play their little cocktail party thing next Saturday. <laughs> okay. No, actually, they have an open date. It's terrible news for um, – That's not good news for Florida, is it? Terrible news for Vanderbilt and Florida. Yeah. Then they get Missouri at home, Ole Miss at home, at Tennessee, at Georgia Tech to finish the regular season. Then they'll play probably Alabama in the SEC title game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. That's their schedule. So they get an open date after this. No, he will. They'll pile it on. And then he'll take the break and pile it on Florida. Yeah. They'll go recruit eight or nine more five stars. <laughs> During the off week. <laughs> yeah. They just keep getting five stars. Uh, are we under, Are we sleeping on Michigan? Yes. A little bit? Yeah, they're really good. 34-point favorites over Indiana on Saturday. Indiana's bad. They suck. And so that's another place, right? It's probably going to open up. Is that a good job? I mean, the answer is no, no, unless you are convinced that you can become involved in the portal. And at which point, if everybody starts, this is what's interesting about this whole cycle. If everybody decides to look at Ole Miss, for example, and go, that's the way to do it. Well, if everybody goes that route, then the the, the price of tea, if you will, is going to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. And then do you have enough to do it? And then does it cycle back to, hey, let's let's do this the other way? Ohio State, Purdue. Purdue getting 19 at home. They suck, too, uh, against the Buckeyes on the road. Ohio State got a uh, scare from the Terrapins for a long time, but can no covering in that game. And look, Maryland, all the jokes aside, Maryland's good. They had some couple really stupid plays, a couple weird coaching just it was I mean we'll get to Miami in a minute, but it was it was kind of a day of dumb coaching decisions. Like it just sort it's of almost was a strange. Like there are a lot of dumb coaches. Yeah, there's some, some truth there. 
Um, maybe the worst game of the day, if you had to sit through one, Michigan State at Rutgers on Saturday. Rutgers giving five and a half, if that tells you anything about Saturday. It tells, tells you a whole lot about that job. Like yeah. That job's open. What is that job? Michigan State. What is that job today? They won 11 games two years ago. But what is it today? I don't know. What they did two years ago doesn't really matter. Do you Can you compete with... Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, now USC. Can you? Can you? Washington. Can you compete in that league? Do you have the resources to compete in that league, or or are you content as a program if you hire the guy who can come be a seven slash eight game winner? Is that going to be enough, or are you going to lose patience with that guy? Yeah. Continue on the lines in one minute. First, GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. If your prescription's the same day each month and take care of you, you also can transfer your medications. You make one phone call, they take care of the rest. So whether it's in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs or GNM in Oxford, that's 662-236-2222. The uh, College Corner is in Oxford now. A lot of you stopped uh, there the last couple of weeks, had a couple of people... <sighs> Uh, telling me about it. It's right there in the Oxford Commons off of Sisk Avenue, more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. If you're coming up in a few weeks for Vanderbilt, for Texas A&M, ULM, make sure you make that a part of your weekend. Plenty of parking available. Their staff's going to have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time. Uh, it's collegecornerstore.com, plus there are two locations in the Jackson area. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for your next place. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your purchase at Game Changer. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states, uh, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So regardless of your level of wealth, uh, you should study your expenses. Uh, they'll listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. He's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with John if you're thinking about a trip that you want to be one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Uh, just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options that you're going to have a difficult time finding on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your company dinner, your festive party event. Fabulous food, great craft libations. They can accommodate up to 200 guests. For uh, catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. Podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Baseball season tickets currently on sale. That goes for uh, tickets, renewals, or uh, outright sales there for Baseball, also basketball tickets, men's, women's, and the Tad Pad game. Remember, you have to be inside Tad Smith Coliseum for that game against Sam Houston State this November. No stream, no TV, just inside Tad Smith. Also, they have uh, VIP packages available 
for that game as well. And then obviously single game football tickets for the remaining home games on the football schedule. Ole Miss returning for Vanderbilt in a few weeks. And then the, obviously the big one against Texas A&M. So again, o, uh, Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, that's give2athletics.com or olemisstix.com. Jump back into uh, lines a little bit here. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State on Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cowboys at home against the Jayhawks this weekend. Oklahoma State oh. getting three and a half in that one. He's a good coach. Say what we want about him. He's yeah. he's eccentric. Made some questionable quarterback decisions, but he's a good coach. Quarterback made a questionable decision, too. Utah minus 13 against Cal. Um, what? No. It's true. Glad you said it, and I didn't. It's not wrong. No, it's not incorrect. TCU minus five against BYU. You do okay. wonder what he's thinking. I am beginning to wonder if he just took the money. Just said whatever. I mean, I don't know. Because when Dart was banged up the other day, again, I'm judging by sidelines. It looked like Walker Howard was the backup quarterback. That's who started taking snaps. And it or appeared s- to be who was moving. Again, I, I have an ass lane. I don't know. But that is what it appeared like to me. It will be interesting in a couple of weeks when they play Vanderbilt. Unless they sleepwalk through it and make it a close game. And for whatever reason, Ole Miss has done that the last couple of weeks, a couple of years against yeah. Vanderbilt. They trailed at the half last year. Yeah. The game before that was close into the fourth quarter. It was never a game that you – you. I never felt like Vanderbilt was going to win, but Ole Miss never put them away, right? No. Yeah. So if you got a blowout, 30-point – Ole Miss 42, Vandy 7, midway through the third. And you're like, hey, we probably should get Jackson out of here. Let's let him take off his pads and go sit over there in a bubble. A&M's in a week. You know, let's put him in a bubble for a minute. I would be interested to see who got the reps. I, I get his grades were not great, but if Ole Miss could get him in, most places could get him in. Because, frankly, Ole Miss didn't fit his transcript. He had taken a bunch of agriculture classes. at a place, And he transferred to a place that doesn't have agriculture so classes. So they had to – I mean – Ole Miss's admissions did a hell of a job getting him eligible. Well, they had to manipulate some things. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, for lack of a better word. I don't know what the courses are actually called, but hey, you got Ag 201. What the heck do you make that here? I mean, is that a science class? Like, again, Ole Miss doesn't have an Ag program. <laughs> no, so. I mean, he could have transferred to. Had he to, gone to Auburn, per se. Guess who has an Ag program? Yeah. Well, I mean, even a lot of the state schools like like Arkansas yeah, has yeah, yeah. Ag stuff. Yeah, yeah, Um. Yeah, I mean, he could have gone to a bunch of places. And I doubt – so here's the thing. When people go, well, he just came to Ole Miss. Lane didn't want him to go to Auburn. All right. But that's just one half of a human decision. Lane – Can't stop him I'm, I'm from gonna, going to Auburn. I'm going to guess Lane didn't put a gun to his head and say, hey, look, you go to Auburn and this isn't going to go – no. Yeah, Ole Miss may have offered him a bunch of money. But if he wanted to go to Auburn, Auburn could have come close probably. And there's no doubt where the more gettable quarterback position was. I mean, Jackson Dart was a returning SEC starter here. I mean, yeah, I, I, this, it, it, we've been through it. If you've told me, if you told me that on this team I could go write the true story, you want Spencer? Give me Spencer. That's the one you want. Yep. You get all the thought bubbles. I get to find out all the truth. He opens up, tells me the truth. What what was said? What did you think? It's just difficult for me to believe that this guy who started 40-some-odd games at Oklahoma State was the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year 
has played in big bowl games, decides to take his final season of college eligibility and go someplace where he's going to sit. It, I'm sorry I have a hard time with oh, that. Oh, that's an interesting question in the stream. Can Nick Saban make Mel Tucker his next rejuvenation project? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Sure. Yeah. Come on, let's... Yeah. This Mel Tucker vilification thing is... He wasn't winning. They gave him a bad contract. They found an out. They got out of said bad contract. For now. Uh... Just hit me. Snap counts are up on the site. Somebody pointed this out. Ashante Sistrunk played 25 snaps on Sunday and had nine tackles, a tackle for losses, half a sack, and a pick in 25 snaps. That's pretty good. That's a day. Now, the interception was just. It was. It, I, I don't even know who the receiver potentially was on that play. I mean, he just never saw him. Like, he just never even. He, he legitimately never saw him. I mean, if we're going to talk about bad coaching... He thought he was wide open. If we're going to talk about bad coaching, we have got to talk about the Arkansas offensive coaching staff in their entirety. I've never seen anything like that. It's why, boy, there's the alternate universe where I would have loved to have seen what happens... What is the reaction if on fourth and one at your own 34, down three, early in the fourth quarter, you don't, don't it. make it? Because they're already in field goal range. But if they punch it in, you're down 10. Yeah. What is – would have given Arkansas the ball at the Ole Miss 34, first and 10. Mm-hmm. What is the reaction to that? What is What are we doing? I mean, I, that's – the, the, the well, one, you'd already not got fourth and five from the 49 that was a swing. Yeah, because you and you lost like 13 yards on that play. Yeah. That was crazy. What What if you don't That's get That's the play of the game. What if you don't get it? Because you kind of kept moving and okay. And, because I think that they were so bad on offense that you could have punted there and gotten the ball back mm-hmm. just down three. Man. 230 for Oregon and Washington on Saturday. The Ducks getting three in Seattle. I mean, that's Huskies. your game of the week. That's Bo Nix, Michael Penix. That's the whole a great day. game. It's a good game. Yeah. A&M Tennessee going head-to-head with it. The Vols giving three and a half to the Aggies in Knoxville. My gut is A&M here. Oh, really? I think. I just don't know. It's the, it's the normal A&M thing is they look better than they actually are. They were really good in the first quarter and a half, half a game Saturday, and yeah. they just started making dumb decisions. Jimbo with some dumb stuff. Like it just Oh, I thought they looked really good in the first half. Yeah, they did. I was like, boy, they are really putting it together. And then they don't. Florida and South Carolina also at the same time slot there. The Gators getting two from South Carolina in Columbia on Saturday. Sure. Yeah. I I I'll just take the home team probably. I don't know what to make of it otherwise at all. Scrolling through Iowa and Wisconsin on the race to Iowa covered last week. I was happy. They scored fewer than 25 points. They did. Defense is really good. Does an offensive coordinator typically get fired when a team goes 11 and 1? I mean, they're literally probably going to go 9 and 3 and should fire the head coach because of the decision with the offensive coordinator. Well, because 9 and 3 is not 11 and 1 because of it. 
Potentially. I mean, Penn State, they were never beating Penn State. but Right. And I don't know who's left on the schedule. I don't know if they avoid or anything like that, but... Is it is it Iowa that's, that avoids every damn body because that side is so bad? Like they don't play Ohio State, Michigan. Like it's it's Iowa's remaining schedule. They get Wisconsin this week. Okay, home against uh, Minnesota. Yeah, at Northwestern, home against Rutgers, home against Illinois. Jesus, at Nebraska. They have one loss. They're eleven and one. I mean, if they beat Wisconsin, eleven and one is like really on the radar for them and they have to fire the offensive coordinator contractually so that would mean they went to the big 10 title game they'll go 11 and 2 and then go to probably the citrus bowl does he get the title game to score 325 points All right, these are is that going to save know. his job because they went to the title game that that might be my favorite thing is if he saves his job and they hit the number by like one point losing 49 to 21 in the oh god big 10 title please game. please where Kurt doubles down and goes, we went eleven and one. No, we're we 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 love we we love our coaching staff and our roster. Please, now McNamara's out. They might be even worse and just can't win some of these games. But but the other kid played okay. He was fine. I I need them to play in the Big Ten title game and hit the number. That is now the thing that I need to happen. Yeah, the Iowa fan base will just implode right there in front of us on social media. Iowa Wisconsin. Speaking of, that is a ten point line right now. Wisconsin giving ten to the yeah. guys. They'll probably lose to Wisconsin, and this will kind of go away. But okay, in a, in a world where they beat Wisconsin, that becomes a real conversation. Coming off the huge win over Notre Dame, the Louisville Cardinals at six and zero, and they are at Pitt on Saturday, seven thirty, six thirty. Sorry for uh, that one. Eight and a half point favorites over the Panthers. They played really well Saturday. They did. I'm also mad at myself for believing in Notre Dame to the level that I have. Notre Dame's deal is it's like week after week after week you just get everybody shot and you're just not that you're not good enough. You to, have a bad coach. You do made a bad decision. You rushed a decision, mm-hmm. and I get it's a snapshot in time. But I thought Forty had a pretty smart column. I know I just said that on Saturday that he was the juxtaposition of hiring the right guy in Brom at Louisville and then running into this Marcus Freeman thing and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Because even to this point, Marcus Freeman has not played a ton of huge games, and he still has a winning percentage below like the really good Notre Dame coaches. It's like right in the middle, and it's this big incomplete. Yeah. At a job where you probably could have hired most anyone. Mm-hmm. But they, they were mad at Brian Kelly. They didn't want Brian Kelly to take Marcus Freeman with him. And so they did, they did that thing. Kind of the same thing Mississippi State did. And it just doesn't look right. Rushed decisions where you hire people that aren't experienced for those jobs mm-hmm. don't typically go well. I mean, the truth is Ole Miss did it with Matt Luke. Yeah. And it was a disservice to Matt. Pullman, Washington, 7 o'clock. Washington State giving 8.5 to Arizona. Arizona coming off their overtime loss to USC when if you're Jed Fish, you just go for two. You have to go for two anyway, so why don't you keep Caleb Williams off the field and do it yourself? No question. It, it was the theme of the day, is, and we talk about this all the time, and it's never been more true, is a coach scared of a press conference. I'm just going to do the safe thing because I'm not going to get yelled at as much. But see, we've gotten smarter now. We understand analytics better. We go, no, you're actually being a moron right now. So we're going to have to run two-point plays. Yeah. So I've got my best two-point play in my holster. They can win the game right now. And we're going to run it right now. Because if we win it, 
we win. And if we don't, you know what? I took that's my, okay. I took my best shot as opposed to another shot. Because if I what, kick it, I've got to get it, and I got to stop Caleb Williams. Because you know they have a better offense than you. Mm-hmm. Because they have Caleb Williams and you don't. Mm-hmm. And so you know if you get into a multi-overtime game, you're going to come into two-point plays, which, by the way, is the stupidest rule in the history of stupid rules. It is. You let those kids play. What They play four hours? Yeah, sure. And the game's going to come down to two-point plays? The game comes down to rotating two-point plays. Yes. It's indefensible. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Anyway, those are the rules. You know those are the rules. And so sure enough, you get into a deal where you're running your third or fourth best two-point play and it gets tackled and you lose when you could have just gone for it one time. Let's Hey, let's roll with it. And everybody, you, you, you tell everybody on your team going into the game, hey, guys, if this thing comes down to a two-point play, we're going to run our best one in regulation. We're going to try to win it right there. And we're going to go try to win it. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to try to win this game. We're going to win it or lose it together, but that's how we're going to do this. So I stupid. mean, we saw it in Oxford a few years ago. It was it didn't work, but it was the right call. He needed to get Matt Corral off the field. He had a chance, Pittman did, he had a chance to win the game with Matt Corral, who was killing them that day, standing on the sideline helpless. It was a question of the stream. I think he would have gone for two Saturday night had they scored. 100%. If that ball is not picked off, I think he's if he now, scores. The only thing I would say about that that was different is that unlike unlike two years ago, they were playing pretty good on defense. I mean, they held Ole Miss to three hundred and twenty yeah, sure. some odd yards, so it wasn't like I mean, two years ago they gave up seven hundred and something yards. It was like we're not stopping them, so what, why don't we go for it? You could have at least made the argument that hey, darts hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Harris is out, and in a small field, we're pretty physical at least yeah. with our backfield. Line is god awful. Well, but at least on Saturday night they had the better kicker. Yeah, they did. So you could you could justify you it. could justify not just hey let's just kick the extra point let's let's see what happens here. Auburn in its final pre Ole Miss tune up in Baton Rouge to face LSU LSU minus eleven and a half against the Tigers. Auburn has to score, and LSU's defense was okay late. They showed some life. Their offense is special. Jaden Daniels is special. Malik Neighbors is he special. Is. The Thomas Kid's special. But and, Daniels is and Diggs is a good back. And Daniels is elite. <clears throat> Daniels got first team all SEC quarterback Saturday. He's- I found myself at the end pulling from Mizzou just so I could watch Moscona's show and see T Bob explode into like <laughs> seven million pieces, frankly. And it was nothing personal, just I need that spectacle on what this is. The only thing I hate about that is when people go, that's the LSU fan base. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. T-Bob Bear does not represent an entire fan base. <laughs> that's idiotic. Any more than like Trey Biddy walking around aimlessly in his yard doing the walk and talk thing represents an entire fan base. It just Any more than Steve Robertson represents an entire fan base. It just doesn't work like that. that that's the only thing I catch myself pushing back on the hyperbole of it. But I thought even – it's one of the few times, and you know him far better than I do, but I know him a little bit. I, I thought it was one of the few times Saturday night Moscona was actually uncomfortable with T-Bob. He's like, can, can we just talk for a minute? Like, can you stop for a minute so I can get out what I need to do? Well, like, I, think, I think he's heard it from enough people. Yeah, like, it's like, hey, because Matt's good. Yeah, yeah. And I know people think this, that Matt's just this raging homer. I mean, 
He's a fan, and there's no doubt that he's for LSU. There's no question about that. But Matt's been very critical of LSU in the past. Yeah, I just I, I sensed in the first like 15 minutes him kind of going, okay, can we can we just get the show going yeah. for a minute? Can you stop. And you know, you know, you know the laugh where you're laughing but you're not really laughing. Where you're like, okay. well, the Abear thing feels like an act to me. Yeah, I mean it does. Not his dad was a hothead. Yeah, sure. He got kicked out of press boxes and stuff. We've seen that. Yeah. Happened in Oxford. But, yeah. He was here, right? He was in Oxford. Or was it down there for a game down there? It was almost LSU, but I don't remember where it was. I want to say it happened there, but I don't don't know. I can't remember. Okay. Fair enough. North Carolina, who's good, by the way. Drake May's having a hell of a season. Four-point favorites over Miami after that crap on Saturday night. Mario Cristobal. He's the worst game day coach in college football. Clearly. He's a hell of a recruiter. Yeah, very, very much. He's a horrid coach. Horrid. Because hey, I'm complimenting every damn body today, Neil. Good tweet from Dan Wolken yesterday. Wow. No, it's still true. I okay. didn't know this. Okay. Wolken went back and looked this season at Miami's wins. And when they had the ball late... Mario Cristobal has not taken a taken a knee the entire season. He doesn't do it. He doesn't believe in it. Can you get more dumbass offensive line high school coach right now? No offense to high school coaches because you're smarter than Mario Cristobal. You know what I mean? The stereotype. Than that. No. You literally, you literally were playing a team that had no timeouts. Left. The game was over. If you just take the ball and down it, all you have to do, I mean, fall down. Now, the quarterback should have went, you know what? The hell with this. I'm falling down. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the atmosphere is like around there. He might really. I mean, I I don't know. And then after the game, here's the shitty part. After the game, Cristobal's asked about it. And he, not even that subtly, blames the player and goes, We work on two hands. It's like, oh, come on. No, no, no. You look, you know, you put that kid in that spot. Georgia Tech in that spot is thinking about one thing and one thing only strip the ball. They're not even trying to tackle him. They don't want him to go down until they can strip the ball. So they're not even trying to tackle the guy. They're trying to take the ball away. Well, at some point, physics kicks in, guys. You know, I mean, you can clutch something so hard, but if the other person is a group of people are stronger and they're punching at it and whatnot. It only takes a split second for the thing to go out. That's why you see NFL running backs fumble sometimes. Physics. It's not because they don't have technique. They're in the NFL. They know how to carry a football. Other guys are strong, too. There's physics involved. So he said, well, we were just running the ball really good there and thought we could run for the first down. What are we talking about? You didn't need a first down. You needed to take a knee and run the literally the clock would have run out before fourth down. It's it's no it's fireable. It is. It is. Fireable. He should be fired. He should be fired. The AD should have gone to the press conference and when he heard the the, the, the excuse at least and went yes. no that's it that's it. Nope. Had he said you know what this is on me I. It was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my coaching career. I'm sorry. It will never happen again. And I apologize to my players. I apologize to the fans. I apologize to the football gods. I apologize to everybody who... His offensive lineman caught on camera going, what the F are we doing? Fair question. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. 
It, it it is seriously. Yeah, I, I have seen that rumor, but the problem is I don't believe the hundred yard game rumor because he hasn't done it. Like I said, Wilkin pulled the numbers. They've had the ball with under a minute left. The other team hasn't had timeouts, and he hasn't taken these. He's run the ball to run the clock out. Multiple. I went to Gary Furman's board, the Miami team site guy, and on there, everybody talking about no. It's like it's just his thing. He doesn't. I mean, seriously, the the post where he doesn't believe in it. We have plays left. We run plays. That's that whole fourth and inches, and you still do the quarterback shotgun snap. Why? Look what NFL teams do. They're the standard. They do the The shove thing. The tush push or whatever you want to call it. Brotherly shove. Yeah. Which will be outlawed next year. Sure, but right now it's not. No. No, the Eagles iced the game away yesterday with it. It works. Take the snap. Move forward. You need inches. Get inches. Sound like a late night TV ad there, no? Yeah, that's what she said. You could write some copy, couldn't you? Could. <laughs> he should be fired. I, I, I'm, I'm give me North Carolina because his team's not going to play for him. Yeah, Wicked Brews got it right. He says the decision wasn't fireable. The blaming the player is. Yeah, no, you can come out of something if you act like a human and take fault on it. Sure. He didn't do that. He blamed everybody else. Well, we really talk about two hands. Just again. NFL running backs fumble. They do. They fumble every week in the NFL. I don't. I, it looked to me like the kid was down before he fumbled, but I'm very, I'm like, I hate it for the kid. Sure. For Cristobal, I'm glad it stayed as it did. Oh, I hate it for the Miami players. You deserve I'm, that. I'm thrilled that it happened to Cristobal. Yeah. Because it was, mm, I mean, I that right, if, if I'm another program, that's, that, that's disqualifying. I'm like, okay, I'll never hire him. Like, if I'm Alabama, and he's been on the short list at Alabama, that's disqualifying. He's off that list. Oh, yeah. Done. No. Yeah, Greg Burns got the TV on, and the nope. beat kicked up, went, nope. Mm-mm. Never doing that. How, mean, did how you is see, that going to go over in Birmingham after one? Did you see where Alabama had the game iced, and he threw an incomplete pass, and I Nick did. Saban went, <laughs> the volcano exploded. <laughs> Did he misunderstand the down, or was he throwing in an open receiver? What was he doing? I think it was just he was doing his read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't. He was like covered, so he was throwing the open receiver. Yeah, and, and well, the good news is, you know, Nick Saban doesn't have heart problems because I mean, he's in his seventies. You would normally worry about an explosion. If like he that, was wearing a whoop, that blood pressure went shoo. sky high immediately. A whoop quit. The whoop just went. No, this is this is. It probably bit- happened before he even threw it. As soon as he took the snap and turned to throw, Nick's went. Oh, yeah. I mean, come, what, what, what are you doing? And you know that he knew it right away as he was throwing it because he bounced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, went, oh, God. Yeah, that wasn't – I mean, he, he's a better thrower than that. <laughs> Seven seconds left. That's fine. All good. They handled it. Yeah, he was – No, anyway. That was a rough that, – that film session yesterday did not – that was not pleasant. Podcast brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. To get the best internet in Lafayette County, that's 662-238-3159. 
We will have picks up this week. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. Whether you're in IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or maybe you don't even know what you're looking for, they can help. Service Specialist's goal is to get to know you your strengths, see what you're looking for in your next career move, help you find the right fit. You have nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call, 662-832-5138, or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. you got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call him at 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings. Uh, national competitions. Uh, it's also a great venue for events. So get in touch with them on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. As a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the university. They offer spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. So don't break up the gang, grab your friends, pick up your favorite floor plan, and reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. Collegetown Oxford, this must be the place. Text their VIP list today to be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open, 662-300-3733. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Got a couple weeks off or a few weeks off, but get your tailgate packages in for the next home game, again, Vanderbilt and Texas A&M back-to-back here in a few weeks. They feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on whatever you need. You can pick them up there at Chicory Market in Oxford. You go on the website. You can order directly on the website to specify what game you're ordering for. If you'd like to pick up on Friday or Saturday, tons of options. Again, the charcuterie trays, the specialty trays, the cheeses they make locally in-house all the time, and much more. The cheesecake dip, cookies, hummus, crudite. Plenty there for you, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Again, you can order right there directly on the website at johnstonhillcreamery.com. USC Notre Dame, 6.30 Saturday night. 
This has a little less appeal to it than it did at times. It's the line has moved a good bit too. This opened as a minus one for SC. Now it's a minus two and a half for the Fighting Irish in South Bend. So curious to see what Notre Dame can do against that SC defense. They haven't scored a ton of points. They've been kind of weird. If Arizona can score on them, I mean Hartman can, of course. Yeah, but comes down to can you contain Caleb Williams? Or does mm-hmm. it just become a shootout? They've been winning shootouts. They have. But the time is coming, it feels. I mean, it just feels like you're just playing with fire. Kentucky minus two and a half at home against Missouri. I don't know what to do with this game. I think I'm taking Missouri, but... I think Missouri's the better team. The more talented team, skill player-wise, for damn sure. Kentucky just... Leary is not accurate. He can make some wild plays, and he does so much stupid stuff. Yeah. They had zero composure and zero precision against Georgia. Speaking of composure... Look, Drinkwist has done a good job there. We love to make fun of him and pay, poke holes at him and stuff. He's done a really good job there. But the last quarter of that game was badly coached. They got away from what they did throughout the game. They got tight, which probably tells me that he's tight. And then fourth and 38, you've got all three timeouts. You've got a really good punter. Run the punter out there as quickly as you can. Get off a big punt. And at least pin LSU back there and go, hey, guys, we got all three timeouts. Make a decision. Got to get a stop. Got to get a stop anywhere. Get a stop where maybe you force LSU to think about trying to throw a ball. Mm -hmm. Give yourself a chance. But don't run the clock down. Then run this fourth and 38 hook and ladder play that's just not going to go for a first down and then use your timeouts. Just. Just bad. Then LSU covered. And that's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> because now you're down and you're trying to hurry. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not driving 90 something. Yards probably, but you could have set it up where you had to drive sixty, and you just needed a field goal. Sure, and you've got a you get got a it, kicker, and you've got a kicker who can kick it sixty yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mevis can kick one sixty yards. He's done it. Yeah, I just don't like them in close games. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Even when they win, there's something that's always weird there from a clock management standpoint. But he's got a good team. They've got they've got players. They've done a good again. We talked about this earlier. Missouri is an example of what I'm talking about. When people go, well, nobody can win wherever, whatever. That doesn't apply anymore. Missouri's developed a really strong NIL program. The state rules allow you to sort of get ahead in recruiting. It's not cheating. You're following the rules. And Cook and Burden are good. And he's got he's, he's done that. He's, he's done a really good job in the portal. And he's got a good team. Mm-hmm. You can win at Missouri. Sneaky kind of B game on Saturday. Duke hosting NC State in a night game. Minus three and a half there for the Blue Devils against the Wolfpack. UCLA at Oregon State, seven o'clock Saturday night. Four and a half Oregon State giving UCLA in Corvallis on Saturday night. My my inclination is to roll with Oregon State. By the way, is that on TV? 
Is that like a Pac-12 game? I'm assuming it's an ESPN game just off the top of my head, right? No, ESPN's at uh, 6 has LSU-Auburn. So maybe it's ESPN2 or ESPNU or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know what the connection is. I couldn't find a TV listing for it yesterday. Oh. Yeah, I'm clicking around a little bit. I'm going to the ESPN schedule to see if they've got it. Yesterday, they did not have any TV on it. They make this harder than it should be. Yes. All right, I'm going down to the bottom of this. Um, Fox. So 7 Fox. o'clock on Fox. Fox. Okay. That is correct. It's a good game. ESPN is telling me it's on Fox. So good okay. job there, ESPN.com. Yeah. Oh, uh, last thing. How much trouble are the Braves in? Down 1 0, right? Yeah. Shut out. <sighs> Look. And who do they get? They get they got to face Wheeler now, right? Wheeler tonight. I mean, they're in trouble. Freed pitching his first game in 18 days. Oof. Doesn't feel right. Phil- I told you Philadelphia has felt scary the whole damn time. You went, nah, it's just two years in a row where the Phillies feel like just rolling ball of butcher knives. This what you see in baseball now more than you used to see it is it's about momentum. The Braves had it in twenty. Yeah. The Rangers feel like they have a lot of momentum right 21. now. Twenty one. Twenty one. I felt bad for the Orioles. First postseason taste, and you could tell it's a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia is not going to be overwhelmed. Texas up 2-0 after an 11-8 win over the Orioles, as you mentioned, and then uh, we got a 1-1 in Minnesota and Houston. Yeah. 6-2 twin just And now that goes back to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Diamondbacks, Dodgers, 8-0-7, and then the Braves are 5-0-7. So 5-0-7, 8-0-7 today for the National League games. Don't count out the Diamondbacks in this thing. They're up 1-0. Well, they went to – Went to Milwaukee and won two. Now they beat Kershaw. Bobby Miller, is that Gallon tonight? Gallon's good. Definitely got a better number. Number 23 versus number 70 on the jerseys tonight. An Arizona-Philadelphia NLCS is one that no one picked. And gross. Yeah. TV-wise, gross. Yeah. You could get Braves, Dodgers, and you end up with Philadelphia. Yeah, you could get Braves, Dodgers, or Phillies, yeah, Dodgers. Either one. Either one, you're good. But Diamondbacks? Yeah. That's baseball's bad luck. And on the other side, frankly, I mean, a Rangers, Twins, ALCS, can you imagine? The matchup predictor on ESPN using analytics gives the Braves a 66% chance tonight and the Dodgers a 62% chance tonight. Okay. Those are the numbers. Those are the so, two games today. That's that is, it. Yeah, that's it. AL games are starting back tomorrow. That is correct. Yeah, I guess. So anyway. All right. Uh, appreciate everybody. Again, have some shows, have some stuff, but no normal schedule, no stream in the morning. Uh, some content, rebelgrove.com as well. Probably some, some other sports stuff too, with it being a bye week. So uh, hope all of you have a wonderful day. Stay safe if you're traveling today or if you're already at the beach or wherever you're headed for fall break. And we'll talk to you again very soon.